where does God touching your life fit in? And, well, I don't have time for that. Well, that's when you have to back up and say, well, let's do. We, we actually go to 1 Peter. So you're in James. It's the next book. Now, this is what's so amazing. Salvation starts a life of believing and obeying God's Word. If the life never started, we have to keep going back to make sure, you know, that, that uh, there's something there. Because there, there's a whole generation of people that have lived their whole life not like a believer, and, and they say, well, yeah, but when I was four years old or six or 12, yeah, I did that. And I say, I believe you did that. But did God do this? See, salvation, look at what Peter says. Now, remember, Peter is writing to a group of believers. And before we read these words, I look at the person, I say, who do you think 1 Peter 1.22 was written to? And almost all of them, they go, I don't know. Because when you're being discipled, most people are not embarrassed of not knowing. They go, I don't know. I say, well, look back at chapter 1. And it says in chapter 1 of 1 Peter, 1 Peter 1, the first few verses, to the pilgrims scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God, in sanctification, sprinkling of the blood of Christ. I said, you know what? You, in verse 3, this group is begotten again to a living hope. These are Christians. That's what you have to do with the person. You have to you have to show them that you can actually read something, understand it, and respond and know it. A lot of people are afraid. They think if you don't go to school, you don't have some, you know, set of letters that you can't really weigh in on the Bible. No. First John 2 says you don't even need a teacher. The Holy Spirit will anoint us and teach us. But God has designed that we grow best with someone coming alongside of us. So, so look at verse 22. I wrote it out for you. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. This is Peter describing a saved person. How did I get saved? When I heard the word, believed it was true, responded, God transformed me. What did he do? He purified my soul. And connected with that purification of the soul is, I want to obey God. I may not fully obey him. I may not at times even obey him. But down deep, I, as a part of the new birth, have a longing to obey God. And so you have to discuss with a person, do you know your soul has been purified? Are you obeying the truth? And then Peter goes on to say, it's through the Spirit it's not me saying, okay, I'm going to try today. It's like I'm trying to hold down all these things in my life, and if I hold them tight enough, they won't spring out today like my bad temper and all my lust and everything else and my uh, you know, propensity to lie and everything. I'm going to hold them down today. It's like a landmine, you know, that as long as you stand on it, it doesn't blow up. That's how a lot of people live their Christian life. They're desperately trying to hold it down. And look what it says in verse 22. No, no, you obey the truth through the Spirit. See, the power, the cord comes with salvation. You know, you can buy something on eBay, you know, and it's a beautiful thing, and if you don't read it carefully, you don't get the power cord. You just got the thing. They sold it because they didn't have the power cord, and they purposely left that off the description. A lot of people are getting a salvation on eBay that they don't have the power cord. They, they aren't connected to the Spirit. It doesn't work. They're just holding the landmine down all day long, and sometimes it explodes. And they go, oh, I'll, try, I'll try harder tomorrow. 
What happens when God's connected? We have sincere love of the brethren. We love one another fervently with a pure heart. Back to that pure again. Verse 23, how does this happen? Because we've been born again. How did we get born again? Was it that touching story or because I raised my hand or something? No, it's not corruptible seed. It's not something I did that's going to go away. But it's through the word of God which lives and abides forever. See, salvation is always connected to the Word of God.